1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday are rambling about those Los Angeles Rams. Ramble on. Hi, right, how are you? Welcome to another episode of Ramblings with Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holliday. Isaac Bruce is on the other end looking dead at him. Isaac, man, what's happening, bro?
0: Hey, man, this is the day that the Lord has made. I Amen. will rejoice and be glad in it. So it's all about a choice, Doc. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to be uh, joyful. I'm going to take joy. It comes in the morning. Uh, uh, he comes in the morning, and... uh I'm gonna move forward, man. I mean, I'm, I want to discuss this. Uh, the you know the game that happened yesterday, man. It was uh, huge disappointment in so many ways, so many levels, man. But um, you know there is there is a shining light uh, as far as the the Rams are concerned, and their postseason uh, participation is still you know where it is, but. You know, we got to discuss what happened, man, and uh, let's, let's, let's have at it, man. Let's, let's, let's get crumped up, though.
1: And you're right, bro. Joy does come in the morning, man. I'm wondering whether Rams thinking that on Sunday as Joy coming in the morning on Monday morning because, bro, against Seattle, man, once again, dog, they just didn't come to play, man. I, I, I can't say the entire team, but as everyone knows, man, we're doing this podcast the day after the Rams lose to the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks 20-9. A lot was on the line in the game. You know, the Rams for the last couple of weeks been playing for the NFC West Championship. So, in uh, two weeks in a row, man, they pulled up on a dud. Dud last week, dud this week. Now, Isaac, I'm not understanding, man. Now, we lose to the Seahawks. Jerry Goff again plays a horrible game. We're going to get into that. But look, we lose two straight games for the first time this season, bro. Not only, But we lose two straight games for the first time this season. During this part of the season, when the games are most important, man, to say that I'm disappointed and upset, and pissed off, and dejected, and all those things would really be an understatement. Dog, no, we had a chance to get it done, didn't get it done, man.
0: Well, you know what? First of all, I start off this way, and uh, you know, I- I'm going to tip my cap to uh, Pete Carroll, uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Ken Norton uh, former one of them former guys that I used to go against, but th- their game plan was uh, it, it was a master class i mean it they went out they executed we always say that these guys are on scholarship as well, uh, but to execute a game plan defensively in which they came in and wanted to make sure that they did not give up the edge as far as defensively and letting the Rams get outside the defense you know what for what we're known to do. And, you know, it's the beauty of football, Doc. So those guys played well. They were very well coached, executed game plan. They won the game. They won their fifth division since Pete Carroll's been there. But, it, it, you, know, you know, football is a game of adjustments. You have to adjust to certain things. Sometimes you have to midstream adjust, in the words of the great, late, great Frank Gans, man. And you have to make sure that when you're approaching uh, a football game and you're not getting what you're expecting to get, there is a time when you can adjust. Now, I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, as far as the team not being ready to play, I felt like the team came out. They looked good. They looked very good, man, especially from a defensive standpoint. Uh, coming out on the road, you put yourself you put yourself in a situation where you really had to. You know, you created a dogfight, and we came out playing good football. But once again, those important positions, those leadership positions, were not being were, we're not being led by that that leadership position to the point where. We can be confident that that position is going to perform and uh, give us an opportunity to win the game. So it it, it was just it was sad to see. Um, you know, hopefully, you know, just just being real about it, Doc. Hopefully, yeah. you know, there, there's no communication between uh, Wentz and Jared Goff going on, man. If it is, just sever it all, man. Just yeah, cut it all that. off because yeah, you, you know that that class right there, man. It, it's just. It, it's sad to see. And and we need more from that position, man. Just to be honest, man, we need, we need number one confidence and confidence is so big because what, what we're noticing, not only in Philadelphia and, and, and we're noticing it in Miami with tour right now, he was benched, but these quarterbacks are losing confidence, man. I, I don't know what it is, but it's it's just like, it's coming in, in Los Angeles, man. And I'm not happy. I'm not happy about, a wasted effort that the defense played, man. Another wasted effort, man. It, it was bad, though. I,
1: and I agree with you. The defense did play well. That's why I had to check myself, when I said, well, the defense came ready to play, but it's that offense. And, you know, we're going to do a little translating for you all, uh, uh, Los Angeles Rams fans and everybody else that's listening to the Ramblings podcast with Isaac Bruce and Doc Colladay. So you hear Isaac say, we need more from this position, this leadership position. We ain't got it from this <laughs> translation is that damn it we need more from jared Goff, man playing is simple man once again this dude did not play a good game at all and when we talk away talk about how jared played 24 of 43 234 yards zero touchdowns he got sacked three times he threw the pick and the pick he threw, man, was probably the worst. I don't even know who he was looking at, dog. I mean, he wasn't rushed. He was out in space, so he had plenty of time. He could have ran the ball. He didn't have to rush it. I had it's almost like he was throwing to throwing the ball to digs to see how the Seahawks defensive back, man. And I think even he said that's the worst pick of his career or the worst throw he's ever thrown. Uh, I, I haven't seen all his throws, but that was pretty bad, man. But to continue to get this kind of performance from Jared Goff, the quarterback position, and I know Isaac, you said you don't watch people purses, I mean pockets, but he's making he's averaging thirty three and a half million dollars a year, man. I mean, damn that, bro. When you get if you even if you get dog, that's a bad performance if you're making three point five million dollars a year or three point three million dollars a year, man. To play like he played now in the third quarter, it looks like he he broke his thumb. And he continued to play. And after, you know, you know, breaking his thumb, uh, he won six to four fourteen for seventy-four yards after that. But man, hell, it, it almost like he played the whole game with a broken thumb. And I'm tired of saying the same thing with Jerry Goff, man. It is what it is. Now he's our only choice because now we finally know who the backup quarterback is. It's because <laughs> I hadn't looked him up. What's his Wolford? John Wolford. Is that his name? Yeah. John Wolford. So if we have to play Wolford next week. Against the Arizona Cardinals a game that we still can make the playoffs if we win or the Chicago Bears lose to the Green Bay Packers. But Isaac man, Jared is a guy, man, we keep saying it, man. I mean, the inconsistency of play, uh, the mental toughness, the mental maturation, because he has the physical tools and physical abilities, but I mean it's it's what's going on in his head, bro. And I don't need I don't know how you fix that, man.
0: Doug, I mean, I never want to, you know, conclude a guy's growth and say this guy is what he is. I, I mean, it, it's just not that because I've seen guys, you know, transform from from being a, you know, maybe a, a C player to a B player to an A player. I mean, it, it's definitely possible because you get pro coaching and you teach a guy how to apply what he's taking in the meeting rooms and take it to the field and he gets better. So I, I've seen that happen. So I don't want to really deduce it to that. However, you know, it, it comes a time when you you're having – <laughs> this production from, from our quarterback position that's really affecting our team, Doc. I mean, it, it's affecting the team from a standpoint where, you know, you see the leaders on the defense, you know, you, you know, catching, you know, you, you saw Ramsey catching, you know, stopping golf and, you know, trying to encourage him and, and, uh, and, and trying to make sure that, you know, like, listen, bro, we got you. When we go back on the field, we're going to get you the ball back. We're going to need you ready. So, you know, you said, so how does it change? How does it happen? It's an infusion of confidence that's needed, Doc. And, 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 and maybe Coach McVay uh, can help golf out with that, but it's going to take some, some participation uh, from, from golf standpoint, man, and just really just get it back into his head, get it back in his mind. He have to, you know, call things that beat out as though they were and get back to the point where he can be productive on the field, Doc, because you look at this team, man. <laughs> it's safe to say that we are a quarterback away, man. Yeah, I, mean, they're playing, I mean, but but just look at this. Look at this. Look at the pressure that was on, on golf yesterday, man. You're playing in a stadium that's known to have the 12th man, mm-hmm. and you get a pass. There's nobody in the stands. Yeah. It it you can hear each, you can call plays, you can talk to each other on the sideline. I've been on that sideline before where you can't even hear yourself think or communicate with other guys on the other side of the field. It's just not happening. So it is it's laid out for you. Um, um, you know, I, I feel like Coach McVay is coaching towards uh, Jared Goff's skill set. Um, you know, we talked about it a couple of episodes ago, Doc, where, you know, the defense is just coming down. The safeties are, are in the vision. We saw a whole lot of that. We averaged five yards per pass play yesterday, man. That's not going to win games, man. That's going to get people hurt. It's not going to win games. If the ball gets tipped, it's going to get intercepted. And and they just don't trust you to throw over the top of the defense, man. That's a that's a player personnel issue, man. That's not a coaching issue. You're coaching to a a player's skill set, what he can do, what you trust him to do, and and, and that that it shines like completely on golf, man. This game, this NFL, this National Football League will expose you if you let it.
1: And, he, and 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 speaking of exposure, he's been exposed, man. I mean, Jerry needs a psychiatrist, bro. Plain and simple, man. He's He needs a psychiatrist because, as we keep saying, it's not physical ability. He has it. But it's the fact of the matter. And you said it, Sean McVay does not trust the dude to throw the ball down the field, man. They don't take any shots down the field. Now, you talked about Jalen Ramsey trying to keep Jerry Goff encouraged, and I salute Jalen for that because that's not his job grown men out there man it's a grown man game not little boys this not peewee man this not junior high school this not middle school this not high school this not college these are grown men getting paid millions and millions of dollars a year man and the reason i keep bringing that up because the rams gave jared that money man like he is an aaron Rodgers type guy and he's far from being aaron Rodgers, man I mean, Kyler Murray plays with more mental toughness than Jared right now. And just to see what we're getting from him, man, it's just extremely disappointing because you made a great point, uh, uh, Isaac. We are a quarterback away from legitimately being Super Bowl contenders, man. But getting what we get out of this position is just extremely disappointing extremely disappointing, man. And I don't know what to do about it. And there's really nothing we can do about it. This year, we just got to keep rolling with it. Now, Jerry said he's going he's to try to play with the broken thumb on Sunday with everything on the line, man, against the Arizona Cardinals with us having to win that game. Well, not having to win, but you want to win, If you know, even if the Bears lose. And the thing about that, the Packers – even though they clinched their division and clinched the playoff spot, they do still have something to play for because they're playing for the top spot in the NFC. So they, they would love to get home field advantage. So uh, you would you would expect Green Bay to come out and play some ball against Chicago. But to have that on the line, man, and just to come out and play like that, and we have to shout out the defense. As you said, man, they sacked Russell Wilson five times, bro. They balled out, man. They didn't pick him off, but he only threw for 225 yards, and they was on him. Leonard Floyd, I watched a couple of those sacks, and those sacks, man, with Leonard Floyd, he was just doggish on one of them, bro. He would not give up. He was blocked once. He got chipped. He got blocked. He went around. He just had that dog in him. He wouldn't get him. So we wasted another great defensive performance, and Jalen said, we ain't going to blame anybody, man. It's our job to lift him up. Now, he can say that publicly, but in that locker room, bro, oh, they screaming and yelling they saying some things. they pissed off with that, that offense, specifically Jerry Goff. And I'm pretty sure some words are going across that locker room, but they're just not letting the world
0: see it rightfully so, though. Well, it's a, that's a good household. That's a good household to have. You have internal conflict that you can handle internally. It should be handled that way. So, um, you know, you're going to ask your leaders uh, in the press conference, uh, press conference after the game how they feel. I mean, these guys are passionate about what they do, man. I mean, they're in the one percent of of guys who have ever made it to that level, and these games have huge they, they they carry huge magnitude effects on a lot of people, man. Not only that, but the the current guys playing, the alumni. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm on I'm on this this text thread with the greatest show on turf, man. And we just <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're baffled, man. And you know, I I think it would be embarrassing to kind of you know mention what was being texted on that because I mean, you know, from just being a professional, being a football player, man, you don't expect that type of performance from, uh, you know, one of your leaders on the team. And it's disheartening, Doc, and you never want to kill your wounded. You know, you want to, you know, you want to coach these guys. You want to train these guys and and make sure that the next time we go out there, man, we get a better performance. Doc. We just have to, man. It's just the way it is, man. There's, there's no beating around the bush with anything. Bro, we need you to step up. We need you to make plays, make the plays that we've seen you make before. And you, you need to get back to that position and to that point and, uh, you know, make sure it carries not only at at, at, the, at our home games, but also on the road, man, especially these division games, man. You know, we spoke about it, Doc. The NFL has done a great job making these division games late in the season. It puts just, just that much more onus on it, uh, you know, throughout the league, make these games a lot more important than than they would be, you know, in past years. But, Uh, It's a beautiful thing to see. Uh it it you get more glory from it. You know what I mean? If you go out and you win these games and you're playing for division titles at the end of the year, man. That's the way it is.
1: And you know, I would love to I would <laughs> hey, look, I would absolutely love to see what was said and going on in that greatest show on Turf Text Thread. Now let me ask you Hey, can you can you share the general, I guess, theme or attitude without attributing any text to any particular person? But what was the theme, man? Because I'm assuming if I have to see, man, you it probably was you with T Hope. Maybe Falk, Oz came. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't know. But the general theme of what you all were saying, I'm pretty sure it was disappointment,
0: man. Well, it was a host of emotions, doctor, <laughs> as you can imagine, man. When yep. you when you play in a game, you go through the highs and the lows. You get angry. You get happy. You get excited. You get disappointed. But as a general, you know, as a general, you know, uh, consensus of, of what was being texted, it was, it was truly disappointment, man. It, it was disappointment and, uh, you know, just – player personnel (laughs) because I I mean we can't even say anything bad about the way McVay was calling the game I thought he was calling a great game towards the quarterback skill set and uh we're doing what's conducive to his skill set and you got to execute it for me to give you more as a coach you got to show me that you can execute this as a parent for me to give you more leeway you got to show me that you can handle you know, taking out the garbage without me asking you consistently to take out the garbage, man. So that's the way that grows. That maturity level, it grows that way. And that trust level is bonded or built that way, man. So just, man, we were disappointed, man. We were disappointed. We were ready for this game. We've been in that position. Uh, we know that this is a division rival. And from a defensive standpoint, we got after Russell Wilson, man. We got after his butt, man. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just disappointment.
1: And, uh, and speaking of McVay, yeah, I mean, the fact of the matter, he knows what, he's, what he has in Jerry Goff, man. He knows what Jerry can do. He knows what he can't do. But knowing that, Isaac, we still ran the ball, man. We had we averaged four yards of carry. That's good. But we only ran the ball 29 times, bro, 418 yards. We got to run the ball more than that, man, especially when your quarterback is not giving you anything. That's what I'm saying. Dog, we had – let me look at this. Let me look at this damn thing. Bro, we ran 75 plays, man. 334 yards of total offense. I think we had 21st downs. Bro, we didn't score a touchdown, man. I mean, I'm just... I know McVay. You're you, you right. McVay doing what he does, but you know what you have in Jerry Goff, man. But at some point, you got to be like, you know what? This dude, man, is just... He has to know that, dog. I mean, my whole point... Of, what do we have in Jared, man? I think this is what we got, man. I think when he took us to the Super Bowl and had that outstanding season, I think that was. I, I, I don't think. I, I don't think that's who he is, man. I think this is what we got, man. I mean, but you you said it. Now I'm not saying he can't mentally grow and get stronger as his career progresses. But Rams fans pretty much pissed off and tired of it, dog. I don't blame him, man.
0: Indeed, I mean, dog. Once again, you can't not coach McVay. You, 29 times? That's a lot of times to run the ball, Doc. You're a running back, man. But 30. I mean, that, that's that point, though, Isaac. 30. 30 but, is the key, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. 30 is the key. Now, Doc, look at this. Yeah. I just said this game will expose you. Yeah, it will has, make you has. do, force you to do what you're not good at doing. And when you're not good at throwing the ball down the field, throwing the ball outside the numbers, that defense crowds the line of scrimmage. So we're forcing it into an eight-man box, a nine-man box, and, and guys are getting hit on, on the one magnificent play by uh, Jamal Adams when he comes from the opposite side and runs down Henderson. He had no threat of a pass, man. He, he's running directly at Henderson, full speed, never stopped, look, never looked at golf, never, and made, made a game-saving play in my, in my eyes because, yeah. I mean, they, they have no respect for your passing game. Kenny Norton saw it. Ken, Ken Norton said, hey, listen, man, they ain't throwing the ball down the field. They're not throwing it outside the numbers. The, the, the bread and butter that we do is the boot. You, you throw it to the, to, to the guy checking to the outside towards the sideline, Cooper Cup, or you throw it back inside on the same boot action. You take away the edges, you don't have that play. Now what? Mm-hmm. Now what you going to do, Jared? Because it, it's, it's on you, Jared. I mean, Coach McVeigh is giving you everything you need. And and that trust level, man, I don't trust you to throw it down the field or outside the numbers, man. Doc, I'm going to whisper this. That's a problem. It's a problem.
1: You ain't gotta, you gotta whisper it, man. You whisper it, I'm gonna yell it. It's a problem. And and you're right, man. I I mean, you know, Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and those receivers, man, they do a good job of always saying the right thing or not saying anything thing at all, man. But they have to be pissed off and frustrated, man. Give those dudes a chance. You have two playmakers right there. You have two tight ends that are playmakers. But your quarterback cannot consistently get them the ball, and the coach does not trust the quarterback enough to have you all run deep routes because he don't know what he gonna do with the ball. So Sean McVay is calling plays to Jared Goff's skill set, but uh, I mean, uh, man, I I I, I want to say I understand why the Rams gave him the money that you know they did because at the time he did you know he he, he showed that potential. To be a Pro Bowl quarterback, you know, putting up those numbers, but and we are gonna spend, you know, most of this time talking about him and his play because, you know, it cost us on Sunday, man. And not only that, man, I saw a stat where uh since the start of the 2019 season season, man, it says Jared has 23 turnovers, bro. That's the most in the league. You just can't be, you can't, you, you can't be giving it up like somebody on the Sunset strip, man. But that's what he's been doing, bro. And it's just I don't know, man. You know, Aaron Donald, man. Once again, my man, Defensive Player of the Year to me. He had another sack. Leonard Floyd, two sacks. As we said, man, they they sacked Russell Wilson five times. And the quarter, I mean, to hold the Seahawks to twenty points because it's still a, a pretty much an explosive offense. Seahawks improved to eleven and four. We fall to ninety six. Now we trying to back into the playoffs, but just I don't, I, I just don't understand, man, that we go on a losing streak at this point in the season when these games count the most and when you are going to get prime time on television or whatever and all the spotlight and these division games. And uh, now now what, bro? I mean, I know we got Arizona next week. I mean, but now what? Because if Jared can play, his damn thumb hurts. So if he going to throw it worse than he's been throwing it, but do we want to take a chance with John Walford? But why you want to do that with everything on the line? And this dude, had, he had zero snaps. He hadn't played a game. In the NFL yet, so now what, bro? Now what?
0: Well, my mentality is this, and it should be every other player's. If you step on that field, come Sunday or Saturday evening to play an, in a football game, all the excuses go out the window. I mean, you're just going to be judged off being on that field. I don't want to hear this hurts and this this isn't functioning well. No, it's about executing. It's about Executing the game plan that's been given to you, man, and going out and do your job, man. So, you know, if Jared steps on the field, that's that's just what it is, man. Be in that mindset to win football games because, you know, like you said, you don't you don't want to go into postseason play on on a swing like this. I mean, we've seen some some franchises around the league correct that. We saw Pittsburgh get an important win. You need to get back on that winning track, man. You you need to start feeling good uh, about, you know, where you're headed, even the Jets two in a row right now. So they, they forgot about the 13 losses. So, so, so getting back on the field, getting back in the lab, uh, and, and, and being prepared to go out and play winning football, man, it's there. We've seen it. We've seen our players, our starters perform. I mean, it's, it, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I felt like the offensive line played uh a decent did a decent job yesterday. Decent. You're right. Yeah. Yo. Uh, man, they were just, I mean, we're running the football. We were protecting as best we could. Man, we just it's just some stuff what we gotta do, man. We gotta we gotta play better. We need we need better production from the quarterback position.
1: And quarterback. I want to say man, yeah and I want to say Joseph Day, good game, man. Aaron Donald, good game. Rams defense, good game. Jalen Rams a good game, man. And those quarterbacks because I mean those cornerbacks, because those Seahawks receivers didn't get off. DK Metcalf didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Rams did his thing. He held his own, man. Uh, those uh, Rams defensive backs did their thing, and that defense did their thing. But uh, So I want to shout out to them. Uh, and also, Daryl Henderson, man. You know, Cam Makers out, hurt Henderson, 12 carries, 62 yards, man. He had one explosive run for about 23 yards, man. But he needed more touches. And I keep saying, saying it. He needs more touches. 12 carries is for a running back. That's nothing. That's nothing. You
0: second,
1: you agree, but that's nothing.
0: No, I I agree. It's they're hard to come by, doc. When yeah. you got eight, nine in the box, <laughs> it, facts, they yeah. don't believe you. Listen, bro, I don't <laughs> believe you are gonna throw it down the field. Yeah. So so I'm gonna steal second. This is what they say. I'm still in second. I'm not checking no pass for what? No, I'm 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 not doing it, man. I mean it's exposure, exposure. If you don't know what that word is, go look it up. It will expose you, man. It, any position in an eleven man game team. If you're not playing up the park, you will be exposed. It's called blood in the water, and the sharks are gonna keep coming till there's no more blood.
1: <sighs> Big facts, and, what, and also Isaac is saying exposure. That means that means let's look at it this way. That means you 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 show up to a nice little party. You gotta, you know what I'm saying? You got a you got a three piece tux on. I mean, you looking nice. But before but the end of the night, you 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 butt naked. They've been stripped everything off of you, man. You just in your boxers. That's what exposure means—getting exposed. And Jerry Goff has been exposed. The Rams' offensive uh, limitation. Offensive limitations have been exposed, and defenses are taking advantage of that, especially a team like Seattle that know you. They know what you do. They know exactly Absolutely. what to look for. You know what I'm saying? they like, I done seen this. day, I done seen this, yeah. this party before. And uh, real quickly, now, a lot of Rams fans, you mentioned it earlier, Isaac. I want to address it before mm-hmm. we wrap this up. I don't agree with it. I think it's absolute nonsense. But for some Rams fans to say, let's trade Jerry Goff or Carson Wentz with a straight-up trade, I'm like, man, are you serious? That's like going... <laughs> I ain't gonna say it's like going to the junkyard but it's like having a wrecked car man. I got a I got a I got a car where it's you know it, it doesn't need any body work but the motor is is missing. It. You know, spark plugs, you know the heads cracked. I'm gonna go trade that car for a damn car that actually has a lot of body damage, man. I'm not finna do that, bro. I don't agree with that 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 ideology at all ice
0: that's called that's called fan general manager personnel nonsense that's exactly what that's called man first of all how do how do you make the numbers fit and and who does that i mean yeah. for for what i mean uh currently right now as far as turnovers are concerned they're they're basically the same player i mean yeah. It, I mean, number one is not smart. I mean, it's just, you know, the, the Monday morning, Monday, Monday morning quarterback fan that's, that's, you know, throwing out, you know, frivolous opinions right now. So, but, you know, you got to stick with the guys that you got, you, that you have. Uh, you got to make sure that you coach and train these guys each and every day. And there's got to be some participation from the player, from the players himself, man. Um, you know, uh, that's, that's the biggest thing that, that can happen right now. Uh, uh, infusion of Confidence. Needs to go through Jared Goff, man. It, it does, man. We got to have it, man. We got to have him.
1: And as I said, seriously, man, he, he, I think he, he needs a psychiatrist, man. He he needs yeah. to sit down and lay down on the couch and talk to somebody and see what the hell really going on. Because to go into a game like this, man, uh, with this on the line, you're in a stadium where, as you say, it's normally rowdy, but there are no fans in there. So what are you – I mean – so it's not like you're unsettled because of the atmosphere. You're unsettled because the weight of the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're unsettled because you know what's on the line. Yeah. And it's like, damn, bro, we saw this in the Super Bowl. You, you got unsettled in the Super Bowl. We only scored three points. Now, here we go again. So if I'm Sean McVay, and I know he says he's extremely disappointed but they gotta they they have to make a decision. Even if Jared says I want to play, do you go with him, or do you go with the dude who, has, who hasn't played at all? It's a choice to make, bro.
0: Well, you know what? A perfect example of uh, a player, you know, full of confidence. Man, we saw it Saturday night uh, down in Miami, in Las Vegas. Actually, uh, you know, Tua he gets benched in the fourth quarter. You have a veteran in Ryan Fitzpatrick who's Who's been in a lot of situations in the NFL for 15, 16 seasons, however long he's played. But whenever he gets this opportunity, man, he doesn't, you know, he he's not the check down king. He's yeah. not throwing swing routes. He's going for jugglers, man. And and I always respect players like that. So if if Walford, if he can if he's if he's breathing with that confidence, man, he is an NFL player, man. I mean, if it comes down to that, Doc. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. go ahead and put him in, man. And and just open up your playbook and see what you get. I mean, that's, I, I feel like that's where we are right now because I think Coach McVay has done everything possible to uh, really not only train, not only develop Jared Goff, or, or call plays or just, you know, design his offense, you know, around his skill set. He's done just about everything he can, he can do other than going under, taking snaps himself. So um, he, he's put him in a position to succeed. And right now we're not getting that success.
1: Big facts. Now, as far as uh, Walford is concerned, I I don't, you know, Isaac says he's an NFL player. I don't know if he's an NFL player yet. He's on the NFL team. It's a lot of dudes on NFL teams. Their asses are not NFL players. I don't care what anybody say, but they they own an NFL team, so we don't know what we get from them. But, I mean, we'll see, man. You know, I, I just really didn't expect I mean, I'm not surprised we lost, but to play the way the offense played, I am surprised, man, with everything on the line, and that's two weeks in a row, man, that they just came up, man, with, you know, with with just some uh, uh, offensively trashy performance, and defense, man, we appreciate you. Keep doing what you do, man. Sometimes, you know, defense does win championships, and if we have any chance to win a championship this year, it's gonna have to be on you all, because, you know, our quarterback can't, you know, he can't go out there and win games himself. He need all kinds of support, man, and mental support and spiritual support, and emotional support and physical support and offensive line support and running back support, tight end support, wide receiver support, coaches support, special teams support. He, need even, he need, even needs special teams to support him, man. But we got to roll with where we're going, man, because ain't nothing changes this season. So if, if, if we want to make the playoffs and continue on, you know, hey, we,
0: we got we to roll with what we got. Well, well here's the thing. You know, uh, it's another division opponent. Uh, they know you, you know them. And, you know, you know, who's to say they won't pull out the exact same blue plant that Ken Norton drew up in front of and and put in front of this team. And you're going to see everything again until you make that adjustment and you're able to have some success versus what you just saw yesterday. The defense you saw yesterday, you're going to see that same defense until you have some success, man. And that's the NFL in, in a nutshell. You don't have to spend hours and hours on hours trying to prepare for a team, uh, and, and, and you just really just take what the team prior to the, the week before did, and you just place that, you know, put that in your game plan and see if they can stop it. So so that's what that's what I'm expecting from the Arizona Cardinals this weekend. And we better get it together because Kyler Murray is coming to town and he can extend plays. I, I know we've had some success against him. He can extend plays. He can get the ball into some playmakers' hands. And, and they can score points. Now. So we need to get this thing corrected, man, quickly.
1: And lastly, Isaac, you're wide receiver on this squad right now. Yeah. You're Isaac yeah. Bruce on this squad. Yeah. You go? Do you go to Sean McVay and say, "Look, man, we got come on, bro. We got to take some shots down the field, man." Do you oh, have a actually, conversation with him?
0: Uh, week two. That was week two. That was about week <laughs> long, two. Come a long time ago, huh? I mean, it's just it's just part of the makeup, man. Because I, I I know what it. You know what? As a running back, you know how a running game helps an offense. It helps every aspect of a team. Yeah. I know as a wide receiver how the the taking shots one, at least once a quarter. It helps in offense, man. It makes guys back up. It makes cornerbacks back up. It makes those in-the-box safeties like Jamal Adams back up, man. At least, you know, you're going to be conscious of me throwing this ball over your head with a play fake. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's part of it, dog. You just can't go in a game dinking and dunking. And you're forcing people to be – well, he's not – McVay's not forcing Jared Goff to be a game manager, man. But Jared Goff, I think, is is forcing Sean McVay to make him a game manager. Yep. You dinking, Good dunking, swings, Good point. Uh, you know, speeds. You know, yeah. come on, man. No, man. This it, no. It, it 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 catches up with you. It caught up with us Sunday.
1: You're right about that. And one more thing before we wrap it up, we out of here. Hey, man. Oh, the, the Los Angeles Clippers need to be disbanded. Since we t- speak about, bro, how the hell you get down 50 points at halftime? Look, man. You lose, 50, you lose a game to Dallas by 51 points by Isaac. How does any professional NBA basketball team get down 50 points by halftime, dog? They really said to, to hell we're coming to work today, man.
0: Hey, i tell you what. <laughs> what? Let me see. Can Can, can the Clippers play quarterback?
1: <laughs> right, it's a good question. Hell, I don't want none of their answers though, after how they played uh, against hey. the Mavericks, though, but I'm with you, though. Hey, give
0: me Kawhi. What's Kawhi? Six seven with big hands. He hurt he ain't though. gonna fumble. He ain't gonna get blocked. Hey, listen, when he gets uh, yeah. sacked, he ain't gonna fumble. No, he ain't gonna fumble. Nah, no, he ain't Yo, gonna, gonna hold on to the rock, man. Yeah, come <laughs> on, man. No, that, man. That's unacceptable as well. Man. <laughs> you don't get blown out by fifty-one. That's not happening.
1: Man. No doubt about it. But anyway, anything else you want to add, man? Before no, we wrap about hey, it. No, that's it. Hey,
0: man. Hey, do a. Hey, listen. Next week, uh, come, come come to work. Let's let's get prepared to play play, and uh, go be great, man. Go, go go be great. Let's let's get in the playoffs, man. That's it. I love that.
1: Go be great. Let's get in the playoffs. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Ramblings with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. Until next week, later this week, we out.